Happy New Year. Welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending January 7th, 2022. I'm Greg Coffey, and today I'm joined by Chief Investment Strategist Eric Ristabin. Eric, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Greg. Good to see you. Yeah, likewise. Well, it's been a really eventful start to the year with Treasury rates increasing, the release of the Fed's meeting minutes. Um, Today, we saw the non-farm payroll report come out. But maybe let's start with interest rates first. In the Fed's meeting minute release, it was noted that the Fed is prepared to accelerate the withdrawal of their accommodative policy. We saw Treasury rates rise pretty noticeably throughout the course of the week. Equity markets trend lower. Um, What are your thoughts about the increase in rates and implications moving forward? So interestingly enough, and you know this, right, the the actual increase in rates started before the Fed meeting notes were ever um, uh, released. I I think the Fed meeting notes told us what we thought they'd tell us, which is the December meeting took a decidedly hawkish turn uh, in terms of expectations, uh, particularly of the people who have votes, uh, and the votes really matter. Everybody matters, but the votes matter the most. So the FLMC became more hawkish. Ask us what our diagnosis of the reasons for rate rising early in the week was. A couple things. One, I think you know the concern over Omicron, which is real, um, eased a little bit because it, it appears clear at this point. And I'm not a virologist. You're not a virologist, right? So we're all reading, you know. But but the, the numbers seem to indicate pretty clearly at this point that Omicron is less severe, um, and it also seems to indicate that the vaccines and boosters are really actually quite effective in, in preventing hospitalization and serious illness, right? And, and we've been saying, you know, for the last year and some odd that, you know, it's not really the number of cases that matter, it's the number of hospitalizations and the number of deaths. It's really the, the ability of our medical systems globally to keep up with the virus and that less severity of Omicron um, which seems to be clearer and clearer with each passing day. Who knows what will come in the future as it relates to the, the virus itself. But right now, I think, you know, there's kind of an expectation that, yeah, you know, we saw some data out of Europe that services took a little hit in the PMI surveys, but not, but they're still in expansionary territory. And I think there was kind of a relief, a little bit of relief that maybe Omicron wasn't going to have the necessary deleterious effects to the economy that people feared. So I think that's one reason you start to see rates move up. The other reason I think is, is pretty simple is that the debt ceiling um, was raised in December. And one of the things that the, the Treasury had been doing is they've been delaying the issuance of debt. So there was a supply ch- uh, problem in terms of debt issuance, right? So now they're actually going to begin to issue more debt. There's more supply. That usually means prices fall, right? All things being equal. Um, and the third thing is, is the Fed is buying not a huge amount of fewer you know, instruments, debt instruments, but they are buying less. So if you kind of maybe take all three of those into account, um, that probably, you know, is a good reason some of the rates rose. And then the Fed minutes just said, yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. Yep. Now that all makes complete sense. Um, maybe changing topics. You know, this morning we saw the December non-farm payrolls report come out, and I think it was a bit of, of, a, of a surprise. You know, 199,000 jobs, which was lower than the estimate of 422,000. Can you walk us through the data and maybe what that suggests moving forward? Yeah, very similar to December, right? It, it was a really mixed bag. You know, if you look at 199,000 new jobs from the payroll survey, uh, you'd say, well, you know, big deal, not much happened in employment. 
Unemployment fell pretty meaningfully. It's under 4% now. You know, that's probably coming from the other component that really kind of is used to, to, to discuss the unemployment rate, which is the household survey. That's the non-institutional employees, the people who aren't on payroll systems. Think of it that way, right? So the, the, in combination, that's kind of what the Bureau of Labor Statistics is trying to get you is a, a full picture, a full measure of kind of what's happening broadly across the employment base. That household survey indicated in December a huge number of jobs being added. Um, interestingly, in January, it didn't backtrack from that really strong December um, and, and extended those unemployment you know, improvements even more. Now, that, that's important um, as it relates to thinking about what the Fed might do, right? Um, we have been saying that we, we thought the, the Fed, you know, it, the odds were increasing that they would move in 2022. Um, it now seems very likely that uh, the first rate hike is going to occur this year. And certainly the market expects it to be, right? The market's pricing in a 90% probability that's going to happen in March. Um, the market and actually those voters on the FOMOC are all saying that they think it's going to be three rate increases in 2022. I, I think we're not as convinced. We are now likely convinced that 2022 is the, the liftoff date, but three rates really depends on whether the inflation expectations of the FMOC um, actually prove to be correct. The, their effective inflation expectation collectively is about 2.7% at the end of this year. Um, the, the economic specialists at the Fed, their forecast is 2.1. Our forecast is 2.0. Uh, so, you know, if, if it's 2.7, then three rates rate increases are likely. If it's 2.1 or 2.0, um, three increases are probably not as likely. Uh, now, having said that, um, initial rate increases by the Fed very rarely have any major impact on you know, any significant long-term impact on equities. You know, because at the end of the day, you're raising rates because economic conditions have improved so that such that the economy doesn't need the extra stimulus of monetary policy, right? So it, it's, it's good news, bad news. The good news is that the economy doesn't need the help anymore. The bad news is um, the market begins to fear, you know, begins to think about the next uh, recession. But really, level of rates isn't the thing to be really concerned about when you look at inflationary risk. It's the flattening of the yield curve that you want to watch. Um, and, and so far this year, we've seen steepening, um, modest steepening. But I, I, I think at this point, it, it, you know, the market is probably likely to move ahead. Um, our view is that three increases is probably not as likely as fewer, but the takeoff date now pretty much clearly seems to be 2022. And inflation is transitory in our opinion, not transitory, we shouldn't use that word because the Fed told us not to use that word. Um, but we do think it's going to mitigate, right? There's a couple of things. There's a number of things in kind of behind that. Number one, supply chain has shown some improvement um, over the last month or so. It, it's not huge, but it, it's beginning to see it begin to go the other way in terms of those those block the the, the blockades that we'd seen or the the the, 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 the small pipe that we had seen. The other thing that's going to happen is that economic growth rates are moderating, right? We're still well above trend growth on our expectations for 2022, but we're not anywhere near where we were last year in 2021 in terms of our growth expectations. That's demand cooling. Um, you know, and the third thing is the base effects, right? You're now facing a, a, a period of, of comparing this year, 2022 to last year, 
and there was more inflation last year uh, than there was in the prior year, obviously. So you, you begin to start doing the math, and, and that's kind of why we do expect inflation to be at kind of 2% at the end of the year. The FOMC is higher. If they're right, it'll probably be three, three rate hikes, and if we're right, it'll probably be less. We'll see, though. Yes, we will. Well, great. Thank, thanks, Eric. We really appreciate your insights. That's all the time we have for today. And thanks to all of our listeners for watching and enjoy the weekend. <laughs>